This is Feather Forum, the podcast by Canadian Poultry Magazine, Canada's leading source for poultry news, research, and trends for more than 100 years. You've tuned in to hear important conversations with industry leaders, producers, researchers, and other experts. Hi, and welcome to the final episode of the 2022 Top 440 podcast series, our program for recognizing young poultry leaders. I'm Brett Ruffel, editor of Canadian Poultry Magazine. In this episode, we talk to Conrad Benison, a free-run egg farmer from Coaldale, Alberta, and a director with Egg Farmers of Alberta. Since becoming an egg producer through Alberta's new entrant program, Conrad has quickly become one of the province's most influential industry leaders. He's also helped revamp Alberta's new entrant program. He's a longtime member of the board's Egg Ambassador program, engaging media, government officials, consumers, and the general public. And he's a passionate advocate for future-proofing the egg industry. Before we get started, I'd like to thank our program sponsors for their support, including our gold sponsors, Aviagen and Egg Farmers of Canada, and their silver sponsor, Canadian Hatching Egg Producers. Now let's talk to Conrad. Could you start by telling us just a little bit about your poultry farming background? Um, so it's pretty short. My, uh, I haven't, I'm a first generation egg farmer. Um, I, uh, I started farming here in Southern Alberta in, uh, 2011, I believe. And, um, I got into the egg business in 2014. So I hadn't spent a whole lot of time, um, with chickens or in layer barns. It was literally just, I seen an article in the, uh, in the Western producer that the egg farmers of Alberta was running a new entrant program. And I thought, why not apply? Why not try it? Um, it's a good way to diversify the farm. Um, it's a good opportunity to get into supply management, which is something that I kind of always wanted to do um, growing up. You know, you always heard lots about it, about the stability of it and, and the guaranteed income and stuff like that. So um, we applied and uh, yeah, I guess we lucked out. So started, I got into the egg, or I got selected in 2014. Um, started building and planning for my barn soon after that and um, got into egg production in 2015 and we have been going ever since. So can you talk a little bit about your, your barn? I know you have a free run barn. Yeah, so we started, um, yeah, in 2015 we started, um, I built a, a free run facility. So I started off with a, with a 5,000 head, uh, 5,000 bird free run barn. Um, we've since um, grown since that. We're up to 20,000 now, um, but we're still all free run. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a, an exciting, exciting journey. So what's it like managing a free run barn? Well, it's all that I've ever done. So of course, um, to me, I think it's normal uh, when you talk to other people and they, uh, you know, they always they think it's a lot more work and stuff like that which I guess I could probably see if I had come from, from different facilities before, but for me, it's, it's all I've ever known. So, you know, you, there's, um, there's more work, a little bit more work involved, you know, um, you gotta, you gotta do your walkthroughs. You've got, you've got 10,000, I got 10,000 birds per barn. So it's, yeah, you gotta make sure you're doing your walkthroughs. You gotta make sure you don't get floor egg problems. You gotta really manage your birds. It's a lot about managing, making sure that, you know, everything is going well because, if 
you're missing something, whether that's with lighting, whether that's with ventilation, whether that's within your feed, a small problem could become a big problem in a hurry and especially in a free run barn. So it just, it requires more to manage. It requires more, um, probably a little bit more every day being there, making sure things are right. But like I said, it's something that I've, uh, I started doing right from the get go. So you get used to that and uh, you just, you learn every year. Okay, so you're a champion for future-proofing egg farms. Can you talk a little bit about that and how you've tried to raise awareness around that? Yeah, I, I think it's important that, you know, that things are changing and, and times are changing and people are changing. We're, you know, um, the consumers are probably getting more and more uh, removed from actually being connected to farms. You know, um, I, always heard, I always hear the statistic and I don't know exactly what it is, but it was, you know, 15, 20 years ago or 30 years ago, everybody, you know, had somewhat of a connection to a farm and that's getting less and less. So as we get farther and farther away with, with the people that are eating our eggs, having a connection to an actual farm, uh, I think it's important that we're always out there being advocates for our industry, um, talking about what we do, building trust. I think that one of the key things is we gotta, we gotta build trust with the consumers, with the people that ultimately buy our product. And then that way, you know, over time that will, that will pay us back with them trusting us when, when things change or when we go through, through tough patches or something like that. And then we also, you know, we, uh, we live in a good, in a good industry in supply management where, where we do have the opportunities to, um, to spend money on research, on sustainability, to make sure that we're, we're making sure we're, we're, we're leaders when it comes to all those things to make sure that we, we, we got the best practices, we got the best farms, we're being um, as efficient as possible. And if we, if we got to make some of those changes as, um, as investments on our farm, you know, we can afford to do that and we can, we can move forward to make sure that, you know, we're, we're doing our part to, to be as environmentally friendly as possible and to be as sustainable as possible. So what are some of the steps that you take on your own barn to future-proof your barn? Like I heard you're a big believer in data technology. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like technology, right? Everything, you know, everything is run through, the, through, the, through my phones. Everything is run on computers. You know, you can, you can take all your information that you're getting every single day. Um, you know, you can look at all your trends. You can, you can see exactly, you know, if there's, if there's blips in anything. And, you know, someday down the road, I think as, as more of these programs evolve, you know, with Egg Farmers of Canada has, has a Nest program, and then you have um, Egg Farmers of Alberta has a, has a PEAT program, you know, as, as more of this, this data starts to get collected from different farms with different housing types, we're going to be able to, um, you know, benchmark farmers against farmers, but also be able to tell stories of, of what we're doing, you know, how, how efficient we are with, let's say, our water or our feed additives or or our, all our, like our circular economy, whether that's our manure going back onto the land and, and, and the nutritional value that we're getting out of it. So um, I think it's still something that we're, that's just starting to happen and we're, we're starting to move in that direction more and more, but I think that the future is definitely exciting on that, on that front. So early on, you became an advocate for improving the new entrant program. So um, why did you make that a priority and what did you do to enhance it? 
Oh, it's it's how I got into the egg industry. So um, I felt that, you know, once I went through the program, once we got set up and once we seen the, the limitations of, of what the, the existing program here in Alberta had, I thought I could bring forward some, you know, good, good ideas and good recommendations that, so that we could, you know, enhance it a little bit more to one, try and keep the, the new entrants that we got to make sure that they don't that they don't leave the industry once once timelines are hit or something like that or once they're they're up against a, a certain barrier that they don't just they don't jump out let's try and make the program adaptable to so that we can uh, we can keep these farmers around and uh, so that they can continue to grow and and become their second third fourth generation farmers as well and um even and then there's for the for the new people that are going to come in after us down the road, hopefully that they'll have a an, an easier ride might be a might be a strong statement, but they'll have they'll have less headaches and uh, it'll be it'll be something that they can that they can when they when they do get awarded or selected that they'll be able to uh, to to go to their bank and, and go through their planning stages and, and and make it a little bit easier with less with with less headaches and hiccups. And that's kind of what I, what I was hoping for on the program so that, you know, not, not many other industries can, can say that they have new entrant programs where we in Alberta, like since, since I became an, uh, a new egg farmer in 2014, we think we've had about 14 or 15 new entrants and many of those first generation egg farmers like myself. So it's just something I felt it's, it's, it's a, it's a good story to tell. It doesn't happen in many industries and especially not in, in supply management. So it was a, it was just something that I really wanted to make sure that we had something in place that we could be proud of moving forward and, and something that could show that we're, we're, we're not a closed industry and we're, we're, we're an industry where, you know, new people can come in and, and, and make a living. So have they made any enhancements to the program since you started working with the board? Yeah, so since since I've been on the board, I think we've went through probably a couple a couple of changes, um, a couple of times where they've relooked or revamped the program. Um, the, but the changes from when I originally got in, when there was I I believe I think we got fifteen hundred birds originally, to um, to the changes now where you know there's there's uh, guaranteed leases that go along with, on top of that for as long as you want to be an egg farmer. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's uh, the whole application process has changed um, quite a bit because when I applied, it was literally just a one page, fill out the paper, send it in. If you get awarded, you get awarded. Um, now, as since, you know, since you get more now, um, there's a little bit more requirements on the, uh, on the paper side of things up, up front to make sure that you know, there's the financing and where you're going to build and, and do you have the land and, and do you have places for the manure and stuff like that. So that's changed a bunch as well. But yeah, it's been, there's been some, some really, really positive changes made. And I, I'm hoping that this program, you know, since they, they did it, I think the last revamping was done a year ago or two years ago. And I'm hoping that, you know, this is going to be a program that's going to work well for the, for future, for future generations. 
So you're also involved with Egg Farmers of Alberta's uh, Egg Ambassador Program. Can you talk a little bit about that and some of the most impactful things you've taken part in? Yeah, so there's always, there's always, there's events. I think, I think the most important, one of the nicest things I think is, is probably when I, I went and talked to um, a, a 4-H group of, of young, and it was all, it was mostly young people. There's obviously their parents were there as well, but it was, it was probably, you know, the questions that they had, the interests that they had, the, the, just the curiosity about eggs, about chickens, about all those things. It's, I think that's probably, that's probably, you know, gives you the most sense of satisfaction is when you're, when you go to an event like that and, and people, people are so willing to not only hear you, but to not be not afraid to ask the questions, whether those are like, where does a white egg come from? Where does a brown egg come from? To some of the questions about supply management and about the eggs in the grocery store and how long it takes to get there. So I think there's the more time that we can spend, you know, with consumers, with the people that are ultimately either eating our product or going to be eating our product, and just to you know to inform them and to tell them how much we as farmers care about producing a healthy, safe, nutritious product, and that we're doing everything to make sure that we're, you know the, the product that they have on their on their grocery store shelves and then ultimately in their kitchens is is a product that's that's nutrition and it's, it's safe and it's um it's absolutely delicious. So I think that's that's kind of what makes the whole egg ambassador program the most exciting is probably uh, the talking to the people and getting the feedback so what is it about egg farming that inspires you for one i guess it's a they can go two sided for one it's it's the it's the opportunity to to for me to diversify my business to have the opportunity to um go into another industry to be able to um, make a good living, but then also be able to give back, to be able to contribute, whether that's in boardrooms, whether that's in a, uh, on a committee level, it's a, it's a good living. It's it's for sure that that inspires me. But it's also it's an industry where you know we're producing food that's going directly to people's plates. Um, you know that's that egg, the egg that leaves my egg cool room every Thursday is probably going to be on a grocery store shelf within a week to 10 days or in somebody's kitchen. So to know that I'm that intricately involved in the egg production business is, um, I think that that's inspiring and that's, that's, um, it's, 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 it's rewarding. Absolutely. And then knowing that, you know, we can, you know, there's opportunities that are going to come along and there's challenges that are going to come along and to be able to be, to be able to be part of the industry, to, to come up with the answers or to be part of the answers or, you know, to, to, to help conquer the problems and, and have that voice as a farmer. I think that's, you know, that's also part of, of why I like doing what I do so much is, is, you know, working together to, to capitalize on the opportunities and, and, and solve the problems and, and work towards being as, as efficient as possible and as sustainable as possible and making sure that we we've built the trust with consumers. I think it's just, it just, there's a, it's just, there's a whole bunch of things that make this industry so fun to work in. So do you have any words of advice for an up and coming farmer looking to get into egg production? 
or poultry production? Um, for yeah, any advice it would be um, for me, the new entrant programs, the new entrant programs really helped. And I believe most provinces in Canada have that now. Um, the new entrant programs absolutely helped and they're and they're a great they're a great step into into the industry um don't be afraid to ask other farmers uh one thing i have learned is is most egg farmers are very open they're willing they're willing to communicate they're willing to if you got a problem they're willing to try help you solve it um i've had some really good relationships with some of the farmers here in alberta who you know have taken all kinds of time to help me out, especially when I first started, it's I didn't know much about egg farming. I didn't know much about the whole ventilation, the the feed aspect. And there's there's a couple of guys who who spent a lot of time, whether that any day of the week, whether that was at night, if there was a problem, or I didn't think something was right in my barn, where they would they were always available 24/7. So yeah, don't be afraid to reach out. Um, try get help through through those programs, and. And uh, yeah, the people the people are people are good to work with, whether that's with your egg board staff or or your your graders and and, and processors. Uh, the people are really really good to work. So really good to work with. So just reach out and don't be afraid. I also read that you are a big believer in giving back to your community and supporting those in need. So can you talk a little bit about what you've done around that area? So there's you know we're always I think. We as egg farmers, we're always donating, right? We're always like to donate eggs, whether whether that's possible, um, on a on a on a local level here, whether that's just to um, local food banks or local charity organizations that that I that I am involved with or that I that I know around here, whether that's community groups or school groups, um, and then there's you know there's I think especially through the through the whole COVID crisis, there was no doubt that there was you know there was a definite need for for, to donate some eggs to a lot of organizations as more people were looking. So being part of, you know, the provincial egg board where, you know, you're making commitments to donate eggs or being part of even like the national where they have the, the program in Africa, the Hearts for Africa, where we actually, there is an actual egg farm out there, you know, where they're helping to set up, you know, I think it's, it's important to, you know, we, we have it good. So it's always good to make sure that we're, we're giving back as, as, as much as we can. And how do you like to spend your downtime? I don't do a lot of things in my downtime. I like to work. I like to, um, my wife says I got to, I have to again, have to get a hobby at some point because you can't always work, work, work. Um, I don't spend a lot of time doing other things as whether um, I'm farming. I got um, a young family that I spend time with. Um, and you know I'm, I'm I'm on the egg board. I'm on some uh, committees and stuff like that. So it seems like everything is always fairly fairly busy and fairly full. So um, we don't I don't do a lot of things on downtime. But to me, uh, I'm doing what I love every day. So it's not really a job. So I I farm, and I think that's to me that is my downtime. That's that's what I like to do. So um, I guess that's probably where we gotta leave that. All right, great. Well, thanks a lot for your time. All right. Thank you very much. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to Feather Forum, the podcast by Canadian Poultry Magazine. To catch up on all of our other episodes, visit CanadianPoultryMag.com slash podcasts.